We are inching ever so closely to the big day, the big day in Bears history, a big day in NFL history, as we are just a few weeks away from the NFL draft, the 2023 NFL draft, and we will be covering all of the news Leading into that historic Thursday here on the Sports Cubicle, it's the marvelous one, Dan Marver. It's Devin Single. It's Paul Shavari. I'm Mike Mercado. And, of course, it couldn't be a week without some interesting NFL news. And because the Bears are the number one draft pick, I've been telling this to Paulie, to anybody that would listen to my rants, that they control everything that's happening this NFL draft. Anything that happens to the Combine, anything that happens at free agency, anything that happens that weekend, they are determining how it starts and how it flows with that number one pick. What Houston does, what Indianapolis does, any team you could think between the Raiders, the Titans, and everybody in between. So that means any major story that breaks is going to involve the Bears on some level, some intrigue, what they're going to do with the number one pick. Well, Adam Schefter had that report came out that the Bears are leaning towards trading the number one draft pick. Whoa! Brain thing, like, unbelievable. I am so smart. I am so smart. SMRT, of course, we call that in the industry out-of-town, quote-unquote, stupid. He's not stupid. He does have connection. But because we are connected here on the Sports Cubicle, the Marvelous One, Devin here, Paulie, we've all been covering it. So we know that they were going to trade away that pick. It only makes sense. Then Ryan Poles himself came out and talked to the media and, if nothing else, confirmed it. And an interesting take from Ryan Poles. If you decide to, to trade the pick, is that something you would want to do before or after the first wave of free agency? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, there are some scenarios um, that it might benefit us to move you know, before free agency you know, opens, potentially. Um, but again, when we get back with all the information that we've gathered from here, I think we'll have a better direction. Is that just because it would give you a clear view of, of what you need, or, or how would it be beneficial? Uh, a clear view of what we need, um, and there's scenarios where you could, you know, add players as well potentially, um, which again gives you some clarity on what you want to do in the draft how and for agency. Sorry, how mm-hmm. does having the number one pick change how you approach this week? Yeah, it doesn't really approach. We're not going to approach it too much different. We're going to collect the information like we always do. Um, I think the volume of information just goes up. Hey, Ryan, has anything changed with, with Justin Fields and you saying he essentially have to be blown away to, to trade him? Anything changed in that regard? No, nothing's changed there. I saw you know the, the deal from yesterday in terms of leaning one way or the other. You know, I think that's always been the case. We've always leaned that way because Justin did some really good things. I'm excited about where his game's going to go. Um, but at the same time, when you sit in our situation at one overall, you have to do your due diligence. You have to investigate everything. you got to spend time with those guys just to make sure we're making the right decision. Um, what's important to me, and I think everyone knows me by now and how uh, I want to treat our players, we'll be in communication with Justin along the way just to make sure that you know he knows what we're doing and nothing's a surprise to him. Have you talked to him already about that and the fact that there's going to be a lot of chatter about the quarterback position kind of until you guys make a move? Yeah, we anticipated this a while ago, so we've we've been in communication with him. So we know that they are leaning towards trading that pick. We know that they feel like they're all in on Justin Fields. So now the rumors become, what are the Bears going to do? How low are they willing to go? Is it number four so they guarantee themselves Will Anderson or a Jalen Carter? 
Well, of course, people believe Jalen Carter is the best player in this draft. More than what you're going to get for Bryce Young or CJ Stroud. They're the guys who are going to get picked first because of the quarterback. That doesn't mean they're the best player. Well, Devin, as of this recording, here on the Sports Cubicle, warrants are out for the arrest of Jalen Carter, ex-Georgia star and NFL draft prospect, just minutes before he was to meet the media at the NFL Combine. This is from ESPN. Police have secured arrest warrants for former Georgia star Jalen Carter, stemming from the top NFL prospect alleged involvement in a fatal crash involving a teammate. The Athens clark County Police Department announced Wednesday that Carter will be arrested for reckless driving and racing. The announcement came hours after the Atlanta Journal-Constitution reported that Carter was present at the scene of the Jan 15 crash and later provided shifting accounts of the wreck to police. Devin Wilcock, an offensive lineman for the Bulldogs and recruiting staff member, staff member Chandler LaCroix were killed in what police initially reported as a single vehicle accident. Details of the investigation released Wednesday cited evidence that Carter and LaCroix were, quote, operating their vehicles in a manner consistent with racing shortly before the fatal crash. Carter is the number one overall prospect in this year's draft, according to ESPN's Mel Kuyper Jr. He is not participating in the workout portion of this week's NFL scouting combine in Indianapolis, but will conduct interviews with teams, undergo a physical, and is scheduled to address reporters Wednesday, which of this recording he has not. So, Devin, it's been a busy week, and as of this recording... Late into Wednesday afternoon, going into Thursday. This is somebody I think we all agree the Bears were targeting. Jalen Carter, Will Anderson. If they don't get off the top five. Do you think, what is your initial thought of what's going on here with this incident that's just breaking? You didn't know about this as of us cracking the mics. That what could be a future Bear is in this situation now where lives were lost and he lied to the police. Let's be real here. This man is not going to play in the NFL. If he does, he's going to go to the Raiders because that's where they all the trouble players go. <laughs> it's not the Raiders. Definitely New York Jets here. But I'm not too concerned, Mercado. Is this is the NFL draft, and they can trade up for or trade down for another guy in the round. They can trade for multiple picks in the second round. They can pull a Bill Belichick and have no first round pick, but have like 16 other picks here. I'm not too concerned here, though. The Bears have control in this draft, as you're saying here, and there's a lot of great young prospects out there that aren't just quarterbacks, but that's all you know. everyone wants to talk about nowadays here. So I'm not too concerned, but at the same time here, it does lead to the point of what's going to happen with the rest of the draft here now because that was one of their big target guys here. But now it's, it definitely kind of gives more freedom, I guess, is the Bears could probably trade this to anybody because I think, you know, in that first uh, 31 rounds there, your first-round draft pick, you know, I mean, we've heard some real, you know, Horrible horror stories about some uh, first-round draft picks. We won't talk about the Bears did with their uh, second overall pick a few years back. <laughs> Mitch. But I'm not too concerned, Mercado, here. I mean, I'm not expecting the Bears to be you know, a 17-0 uh, team here, but I'm definitely expecting closer to 500 this year. So I'm all for, you know, decent draft picks, building through drafts, and maybe getting another veteran with this first-round draft pick. I believe that they still are in play to draft Will Anderson. Uh, and Jalen Carter. I believe even with this incident, Jalen Carter's still in the the 
in the cards for the Chicago Bears. If they believe he's the generational player that he is, the interior lineman that you could get from like an Aaron Donald, I think they're willing to take that risk. I think if Will Anderson falls to them and they're able to get to number five, number seven, number eight, and he's for somehow some miracle of the football gods, they'll go that direction. I think what's really fascinating is to see how this affects Jalen Carter, both civically and with the judicial system and how it, it will affect his draft status in the NFL. I always thought you want to draft the guy that got that that's getting demoted because of marijuana use. But I don't know about cases where people died. You know? Like I think it's a when trouble players are somebody like a uh Jeremy Tunsil who got caught doing a gravity bong, that's the thing and it cost him and he ended up making being one of the best offensive linemen. That's a trouble player you go after. Is this worth it? I, no. And that's where it becomes fascinating. You also bring up the free agency. I think there's a good chance this year the Bears don't spend a lot of money in free agency because we're already starting to see the things they would the, the positions they would go after are starting to get sealed up within their own teams. So it's going to be interesting if they use the number one pick to grab as many assets in the draft, in the first round, the second round, the third round, to try to bulk up a roster that needs it. Yeah, I definitely agree with you there, and I definitely don't want them to spend a lot in free agency because I've been seeing so much clickbait about how the Bears are going to go after Shaquan Barkley. I don't want a guy who has never done a complete season to don't stay spend healthy. money on running backs. Exactly. That's the yeah. worst thing you do. They learned that with Matt Forte the hard way. But Who's def- great, but like, you know. Towards the end of his career, though, yeah, that it was, was not a, worth yeah. that money the Jets gave him. Mm-hmm. But uh, definitely just where the Bears are at right now, it's just right now you need to get a veteran and you need to build through the draft, though, here. Because, again, we learned getting old players does nothing for you here, though. And, of course, my big thing, though, with the Bears in this draft pick, it's going to be real hard to trade it right now because Aaron Rodgers doesn't know where he wants to play yet. So, and you bring up an interesting point that we're going to cover up until draft day, up until free agency of where the carousel is. We talk about the birthday boy, Paulie Shavari, and his favorite team, the Raiders. They lose, they lose Derek Carr. Where does Derek Carr fall into all of this? Are they going to be in on the Caleb Williams experience? How much do they believe in Josh McDaniels? It's something he and I have debated for a long time. But that's just one team. What are the Jets going to do? What are the Packers going to do? What is San Francisco going to do with Tampa Bay? A bunch of teams out there that are trying to figure this out. And right now the Bears are in a driver's position but have to be smart. And this is just a, for lack of a better term, a a detour, a roadblock in the road to the NFL draft for the Chicago Bears and what happened with Jalen Carter. We'll see what happens with Carter and this story. But with that, we're going to be all over it. It is going to be an interesting story. Let us know your thoughts. We're on Twitter at SportsCubicleTV. Are the Bears going to stay at number one? If the Bears do trade down and they're still within the top four or five picks, would they go with Jalen Carter or are they going to lean with Will Anderson? Let us know your thoughts. For the Marvelous One, Dan Marver. For Paul Shavari, it's Devin Tingo. I'm Mike Mercado.